Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 13 of Mixtaping Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is the one, the only, Sam Peterson. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the 13th case of Mixtaping Identity. My guest this week is Sam Peterson. It was an absolute joy to get Sam on the show. I have been speaking to a lot of Australian comics recently, and I've been telling most of them that the way I got into Australian comedy was through Confessions of the Idiots. So having Sam on was an absolute delight, and it was such a good chat, so much fun to do. I'm really excited for you to listen to the episode. If this is your first time here, if it's the first time listening, then just to make you aware, we do have the playlists ready to go. You can listen to the playlist ahead of the show. We release those on a Monday, and then the podcast comes out on the Thursday. So if you want to get the details for that, you can search for Mixtape and Identity on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram, at Mixtape and Identity. All the details are there. All the playlists are released ahead of time. So go ahead, give that a follow, check it out, and you can see all the other guests we've had on and listen to all their playlists. I'll be back at the end of the show, but for now we'll get into episode 13 of Mixtape Identity with Sam Peterson. Welcome to Mixtape Identity. Everyone's got a playlist, but not everyone wants to hear it. My guest this week is Sam Peterson. I'm only, I'm only joking, that's, that's not my intro. Um, <laughs> I've heard your podcast and I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> really, you've really changed it up. <laughs> but maybe you just rip off the... Just, I heard this intro and I thought... Yeah, it's, perf- it's a perfect intro. I thought maybe you were just ripping off. I hate saying my intro so much. I always get confused when I say it as well. So I have a podcast called Confessions of Idiots and every time I, every time I do the intro, I don't know why I came up with that intro really early on doing it and then someone said it doesn't make sense they were like because it's, it's everyone wants to confess but not everyone wants to hear it and people say you a get mm. one of the words wrong every single time or <laughs> or you rush it we can't understand what you're saying or the other bit is someone a guest came on and was like but it doesn't even make sense like when you say everybody wants to confess but not everyone wants to hear it. it's like but that's what the podcast is. It's everyone wants to hear it. You're, you, that's what you do after this. Yeah. You read four confessions <laughs> and you go painstakingly through everything. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, oh no, you're, you're actually dead right. I've, uh, I went early with an introduction and I've, I've regretted it to this day. Uh, but I'm glad that you've now gone with that as well. It's nice that you've yeah, just yeah. copied no, it. Yeah, we'll lock it in. Yeah, great. Yeah, you lock it in. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's, a, it's an homage. Oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> so how often do you listen to music at the moment? Mm. I'm so I've never been a big music guy. Uh, I've never mm. been. That's never been. It's never been my jam, and I don't know why. I mean, my music taste. People have never really liked my taste in music because my okay. taste in music was never really with my friends' taste in music. So music festivals and everything, it never really. You know, the four tops were never coming to a, a <laughs> Australian music festival, so sure. I never really had the same taste. So my I listen to music every day. Uh, it's a big part of my day. It's a big relaxation thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you're really busy, it's really nice to either listen to music or a podcast. I'm, I lean more towards music every day, and especially working all day, I listen to music. But yeah, I've never been. A, I wouldn't call myself a music person in that I'm not always up to date with the latest bands. I hardly ever know who a band is. 
you know, if they if they say, you know, a lot of my friends will be like Tame Impala. I've never heard a Tame Impala song, but then someone will play Tame Impala. I'll go, oh yeah, okay, I know, I know it, but it's yeah. not it's not on my radar, and I certainly haven't sure. listened to a whole album in in a really long time. So do you tend to go just lean on or familiar music then? Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, it's always stuff that I that I know mainly from my childhood like you know mm. songs that my dad introduced me to or you know all these older artists i seem to like you know older artists like dido and shania twain and people like that that you know are really old school that i still right. you know have a lot of fondness for i think it yeah. takes me a lot to really like a new a new artist i mean there's right. songs particularly that i love but it's not it's not an artist as a whole it, it's kind of one song here and there my like my my playlist are very eclectic and all over yeah. the place like they make no sense at all i don't think and and the genius part of spotify is they can never guess me you know shuffle and everything <laughs> they've, they've, they've they've never got me right you know because it's it's too i think it's too hard to guess i've outsmarted yeah. spotify i'm the first one who ever did it it's huge <laughs> but they've never i've just never been one of those people that uh, you can guess what i want to listen to next because it it goes from motown to you know to Duffy you know I'll be listening right. to Duffy and then it goes to you know to Dido or Shania Twain or you know yeah. Missy Higgins in Australia like there's so many there's so many different people yeah. that I really like but it's not necessarily just that one person that you know people have band t-shirts and everything my t-shirt would just be heaps of people's names all over it like it would just <laughs> be like yeah it'd just be Dido Missy Higgins like it would just be I, I could just never like that one yeah. You know, band like people who love the Beatles. I'm like, you know, the Beatlemania and everything, and people who love the Beatles. Yeah. I go, Beatles are great. I'm not saying I'm not going to come on your podcast and slag off the Beatles. Um, you know, they're probably listening. It's one, yeah. Of the, yeah. one or two of them, <laughs> but but yeah. uh, no but more. It's no more. Definitely no more. But it is. <laughs> it, it's it's not something that I you know have. I don't have that music nerd self that that just loves a particular a particular genre or uh, you know it's always for me just whatever i like on the day is kind of is kind of what i go for fair enough so what's what's the first music that you actually bought or owned first uh music that i ever owned was my dad bought me a cd rom by my favorite artist uh missy higgins ever and uh my dad bought it bought a cd called the sound of sound of white and mm-hmm. he was like there's this new artist uh called missy higgins in australia and i think she's great you're gonna love it and Miss Higgins, for anyone listening, is like Australia's Adele. She's a wonderful singer-songwriter. I call her that. I don't know if she'd like that, but I call her that. Uh, she she was like the first big artist. No, not, not, sorry, not the first big artist. Yeah, I'll just say she was the first big artist in the world. Shame. She was the first big artist in Australia that I think a lot of people paid attention to in, in modern, modern Australian music. And she just, it was just her, you know, she wrote the songs. She was very young. She would have been like 20 or 21, but it's one of those songs that in Australia, everyone kind of knows who Missy Higgins is and people around my age. So I'm, uh, I turned 30 recently. People who are kind of my age, I keep saying I'm in my late twenties. I tell people all the time I'm in my late twenties. I'm in my late twenties, Shane. I I I think people around my age, late twenties, would think that Missy is like you know we grew up with her, so it's kind of nostalgic yeah. to think back to your childhood 
you know, okay. in your teens to go, yeah, Miss Egan. So I, I had that CD, The Sound of White, and she mm-hmm. had quite a few tracks on it, uh, Scar uh, and Special 2, which are kind of her big two tracks. Okay. And that was kind of my first, you know, people talk about the White album. You know, I talk about the Sound of White album. You know, that was my, okay. you know, so the Beatles, everyone's having a Beatles discussion. I go, what about the Sound of White? Yeah, I bring it right in. <laughs> what about the Sound of White? That was an absolute banger. But yeah, so that was kind of my, my first foray into owning an album. And it was right. so exciting to play it all the way through. Uh, I still have the CD and yeah. I, I've got, now it's on Spotify.com, so I've got it on Spotify.com. And I'll listen to that okay. album all the way through if I'm on a road trip or something, just because I still love it, and I still love all of the all of the music in there. I love it unironically. I think mm. a lot of people would now... There's a few artists who were in that, in that era that people are like, oh, yeah, remember this person, remember that person. It's kind of looking back and going, I wonder what happened to them. Missy's still writing songs. It's just great to kind of look back on that and go, oh, yeah, like that was... Everyone yeah. kind of remembers that album because it was that first big one when we went, oh, wow, we've got a really amazing artist here who's so young writing all of this music about mm. about the music industry and, and, you know, and also being, you know, kind of an Australian icon now, you know. Right. All right, perfect. And, and what was the, what's the, the best live performance you've seen, the best live show? Uh, so... There's another, uh, I won't say Missy Higgins for this one, even though <laughs> Missy was fantastic. I saw, there's, it, I have seen, I saw you 2 live once, and I'm not, hmm. I'm not just saying that for you, Shane. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'd never seen, I'd never seen you 2 before. I didn't know much about you 2 but I would have been about 14 years old, and they did a, show with Pearl Jam but they were like a um, oh, yeah. they were like a surprise act no one knew that you 2 were coming and it was amazing you know I, I didn't know much about Pearl Jam I didn't know much about you um, 2 really I knew a lot of you 2 songs but yeah they came out and absolutely amazing like Bono Bono really brought it and I mm. you know didn't really I, I guess people kind of love Bono or don't like Bono but I thought he was amazing and then yeah. shortly after that I saw Paul Kelly, who's he's kind of an Australian national treasure. He he got a very Australian voice, doesn't sing yeah. very well, but his songs are amazing. He's a kind of a storyteller artist in Australia, and yeah. he has a lot of very famous songs in Australia that you grow up with. But it's surprising that people younger than me still know all of the lyrics to all of his songs. So. He sings, right. but everyone knows all of the words, so they sing along the entire time as well, which yeah. is really nice. It's kind of it kind of makes you feel like it's a bit of a community as well. So Paul Kelly would be the other one that I saw that I think was like yeah the best live performance, just because you know he knows who he is and he kind of can hmm. can make it work and kind of makes fun of himself as well. And and you know I, nice. I think blending blending humor with um. With music is something that you don't often see. Some some people take themselves a little bit too seriously, but but Paul Kelly right. was one of those people that always kind of, you know, would pay would pay out someone during the show, or would you know would have you know something up his sleeve to mm. mm-hmm. to work with. Uh, and yeah. and I always kind of like a performer that that can do a bit of everything. You know, isn't yeah. just you know like you, know, you might not be the biggest like. Barbara Streisand fan in the world, but Barbara Streisand can work a crowd. You know, like you know, there's, there's yeah, yeah. certain people that yeah. you're like, oh, the I love that older showbiz 
world as well, where they're like, you know, yeah. if they're doing a, a run of shows, they've got uh, an act worked out. Michael Bublé, I remember I saw him live. I took my mum to go and see Michael Bublé. And he has a whole act worked out. He has jokes. And they're right, not the best yeah. jokes, but it is so funny to watch someone work like that. Like, he's working a room. Yeah. It's like, he's a fail... It's, it feels like he's a failed stand-up comedian that became a, <laughs> a really good recording artist because it's just like, he just kind of has zingers for everybody and right. he knows where the spots are and I, I kind of find that very funny to watch yeah I had that I went to see um, when I was like 17, 18 I went to see Bon Jovi oh wow and yeah that's not like it wasn't cool to go see Bon Jovi <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think um, it's ever been cool no <laughs> um, <laughs> so like and it was literally a case that like one of my friends won a ticket uh, won mm. a couple of tickets um, for like a radio contest or something like that and then she was like what do I do and no one wanted to go with her and I was like I'll go why not and <laughs> it was the same thing like I'm not I'm not into Bon Jovi and there were a couple of songs that I liked but yeah the show that he put on was insane like he, it was the same yeah. same as what you're saying he, he had everything worked out he knew yeah. like where the cameras were there were bits where he was like turning the camera in time with breaking the, the fourth wall yeah it was yeah <laughs> uh, like he was it was just his little looks the camera like it was like like he was filming for like a documentary or wow or a music video or something like he 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 just knew what he was doing and because he you know he's he's been doing it for for so long um, yeah it's very special it's yeah. very special and i wonder if that's going like i i, I find it I, I just find that so entertaining the old show mm. business world and and I think there's something very special about that that hopefully won't go because I, I think yeah. I think a lot of people are very authentic and I think that's a really nice thing. But sometimes you don't want authentic. Sometimes you want hardcore showbiz, and yeah. you know. And I think hardcore showbiz is very, very, very funny, especially to me. I find it very funny. And people that like you know the boss Bruce Springsteen. It's yeah. like you know he's an amazing performer to see live. He's got his mm. act worked out to the second you know it's like you yeah, do a yeah. three hour show but he's got some gags in there he points at some people for no reason you know he's, he's just he's he's, he's yeah. got it all worked out and he's such a pro because yeah, he could yeah. do that in his sleep now which is which is amazing because you go oh yeah. yeah well the older guys and you know older people sorry have still have still got it it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's very funny to watch watch them work and, and know what they have yeah, Bruce was the other one. So I again, I saw him and a similar sort of situation. I went with um, went with, with a bunch of my mum's friends, and Hell I was yeah. talking to uh, this is a little name drop. I was speaking to Cam James about this in a previous yeah. episode, friend of the show, Cameron James, and I I couldn't remember how I I, can't, I still can't remember how I ended up at that show, but I was just there. I thought, why not? And mm. and ended up uh, going down to Dublin to see him but yeah. um, I remember this after I was speaking to Cam so the show before the show he was doing in Dublin he was playing at High Park in London and as you say he normally does like a three four hour show and yeah. he got to 11 o'clock in, in High Park and they came and shut him down and he was still planning wow. to go for like a half hour an hour longer but <laughs> there are very strict rules on on how long you can perform so wow. eleven o'clock, they just like they were in the middle of a song, and they just cut the par essentially because he was going <laughs> to keep going. So in Dublin, like, I must have been like an hour into the show, 
no it was towards the end so maybe two hours into the show they came out with like this big I, can't, I don't know if it was made of cardboard or what it was but it was like a big uh, a big box with a big lever you know one of these like uh, cartoonish lever like power yeah, yeah, lever yeah. things yeah and uh, someone came out with like a clipboard and they were dressed it might have been Boris Johnson they might have had like the wig and everything but they they had this whole like you need to stop this now and they turned the power off and then the, all the musicians stopped and then Bruce came over and like pulled it back and then they all kept going <laughs> and like this had literally just happened so like they must have come off stage at Hyde Park and you're like we're going to come up with this little bit for, for Dublin and it was that's so funny it wasn't bad but it was like it was just it's such a weird thing to think that that's go on just buy a wig go and buy a coat yeah yeah because yeah. the, the logistics of it he had someone go out yeah. and get a lab coat the wig yeah make the lever like you know just for him <laughs> yeah. to go this is gonna kill this bit's gonna yeah. go really well yeah it did go really well fair play to him yeah it did go really well we had where i grew up we had a um my mum used to write plays um and we had this um theater company called offshore theater company you probably heard of it shane it's on phillip island it's a very mm. small community theater company and we had a public toilet in um in the town so very small country town public toilet that came down for, for Melbourne people basically because you know people down there don't need a public toilet so they had this public toilet very controversial you know it made mm-hmm. the papers it was no one wanted it there it became mm-hmm. this big news story and so my mum you know that day built a uh, cardboard public toilet um, and <laughs> revealed it and it killed in the crowd oh my god it killed so my mum's got a bit of the you know, got a bit of the boss in her I reckon yeah. you know the, the <laughs> thinking on her fight. feet yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking on her feet. Yeah, yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll jump into the playlist then. So song one mm. is a song that you fell in love with straight away. So you went with Can't Help Myself, Sugar by Honey Bunch by The Four Tops. Yeah, The Four Tops. So it's it's a, it's an absolute banger, you know. Uh, this, mm-hmm. this whole playlist is absolute bangers. You, you m- might want some mash with it because it's banger after banger. Um, the... The... Sugar Pie Honey Bunch is my favourite Four Tops song. Uh-huh. Uh, I also like going loco down in Acapulco. It's, uh, yes. It just makes you happy. You can't not smile. And do yourself a favour, look up the video for Sugar Pie Honey Bunch because they're dancing. It's amazing. There's something about them dressed in the same clothing. It's like they had, they had their uniform for mm-hmm. performing. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that old showbiz style of, you know, we'll all do the same choreography. We'll all learn how to do it. I mean, you know, maybe it's not so cool anymore, but I, I certainly thought it was the funnest thing to see. They've got very yeah. small little moves, but they're all the same. They're repeated through the whole thing, and they're really funny moves to watch. They do this. So they, they That's that's kind of the whole move they do, and it's... Mm-hmm amazing to watch um not particularly interesting for an audio podcast but the the actual yeah but the actual the actual thing the actual dance moves are very simple uh-huh. but very funny and so uh my good friend uh dave and i used to do these live comedy shows and mm-hmm. uh we'd tour doing them all the time and we used to watch that music video every time before we'd go on stage. And <laughs> it just, it really pumps you up and gets you in a really good mood. I don't think yeah. you can, I don't think you can listen to Sugar Pie Honey Bunch and just not be in a great mood after it. It's like, yeah. it's just great to get you, to get you going and get you really happy. And 
we all know a sugar pie honey bunch you know we of course we do you know but we all um yeah it's it's just a really fun thing and i got dave onto it and then we started doing it as walk-on music so we started to you know bring the four tops in and anyone Mm -hmm. i introduce the four tops to now especially my age and you know people younger it's really funny because not a lot of people know who the four tops are or you know some people know who the temptations are or you know the, the motown the motown people but yeah the four tops are always number one for me. And I think it's because of sugar pie, honey bunch. It's, it just, it just builds you up and, and elevates you and, and kind of, it always takes me back to the clip, you know? So I always, when I'm yeah. listening to it, I always remember exactly what happens in, in that clip and, and, and what made me so happy about it in the first place. Yeah. That's so good. I, yeah, I love this song. I, it's, it's one that, probably like a lot of songs in your in your list or a lot of songs that you would listen to it's it's one that i had just filed away as something that i probably wouldn't go back to i probably yeah, wouldn't listen yeah. to it an awful lot um yep. but you're absolutely right like it's it's it it's totally up there with yeah well you think about like heard it on the grapevine and all those build me up buttercup and all those songs it's like they're always so yeah. they they really get you going and they're you know mm-hmm. there's the original recordings are amazing like mm-hmm. it's always interesting when they remaster something because you're like oh like i kind of like the old i always try and find it's funny when they re-record something because sometimes you're like oh i really liked how they sang it that time it's like right. you know benny and the jets like you know that live recording is the most amazing recording and you mm-hmm. go why is it like that and you go well the atmosphere takes you back it's not it's not maybe what sounds the best and what is the best yeah. it's like the the memory you have of that song right. is connected to a million other memories that you're like oh wow yeah that's that's why i like that song it's because mm. you know i was here when i listened to it i was here when i listened to it and sugar pie honey bunch takes me back with um with me and david warnerke just having having the best time like just loving loving working together and, and just being like you know this is this is so nice to walk out on stage, you know, with her sugar pie honey bunch, because he is my Absolutely. sugar pie honey bunch. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> if it wasn't clear, he is my sugar pie honey bunch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll establish that. That's good. Yeah. I won't say it again. <laughs> hey, go for it. You're, you're more okay. Welcome. It's my sugar pie honey bunch. Just one more time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me say it. <laughs> you're very welcome. Song two, a song that took you a while, uh, is "Escape," the mm. Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. Yeah, um, so this song I like the most, and I, I, it's so interesting because I say one of my favourite songs of all time is Escape, and people never know what it is. You you have to go in brackets, because you have to do the brackets, you have to go, the Pina Colada song, because no yes. one knows what you're talking about. So you go, oh, Escape, yeah. the Pina Colada song. I always do it really fast. It's like my introduction to my podcast. It's like, it doesn't make sense. I do it real quick. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, for me, that's one of my favourites because I love the... I love the story around it. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a ridiculous story. Like, you know, it's, it, wild, it's so yeah. it's so wild. And the story is that he was getting quite bored in his relationship, put an yeah. ad in the paper looking for... Oh, no, he saw an ad in the paper, sorry, uh, for a partner who likes yes. pina coladas, likes being caught in the rain. And, you know, and then chats to her, finds out that it's his wife that he's loved for so long and, and gets to know her again. Beautiful song yeah. about two people cheating. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, there's not many yeah. songs like that, Shane. It's you know it's yeah. a beautiful it's a track, and I I love it because my friend and I have dance moves for the entire song. 
Oh, wow. um, so yeah, we we kind of do interpretive dance for the entire song, and okay. I think we were both, you know, it's not, I'm not saying it's good, Shane, but we you know we did it, and I remember we were maybe like, you know, probably like 19 or 20, so we're pretty damn cool, and we're at a stand up yeah. night, and we just did it, and I remember after that, like we always, if it ever comes on, sometimes my friend forces it to be put on just so we can go, we're gonna blow people's minds right now, <laughs> and look, we never have. But it's it's good to it's good to know that we've got it in the back pocket, and yeah. people have to watch the whole thing. It's three and a half minutes or something. People have to watch the whole thing, and you know, try and enjoy it. Just you know, that's why I say just try and enjoy it. You probably won't, but just try and enjoy it, <laughs> and it'll be over before you know it. And it's one yeah. of those songs where every time I listen to it, like even if it's coming on as I'm parking to go somewhere, as long as I'm not going to mm-hmm. be incredibly late, I will finish the song. It's one of those songs. I go, I know I could just listen to this on Spotify, but I really like, <laughs> I really like that. I really like listening to the song anytime it is. And it, it yeah. kind of makes you feel happy as well. It's one of those songs. It's like, you know, I, I think it's, it's a romantic song kind of, but it's also yeah. nice to, it's also nice to think about, you know, re-falling in love with someone that you, you know, that you didn't, you were kind of falling out of love with, and I think it's a it's, it's a nice message. I think in the end that that you can you can yeah. fall in love with someone all over again and find interesting things that that you didn't already know. And also, yeah. pina coladas awesome. And I had a few <laughs> pina coladas on my holiday recently, and I you know got caught in the rain, which was also amazing. So I was living awesome. out that life, and I cheated on my wife. <laughs> so <laughs> all confirmed. Tick tick tick. <laughs> just follow on the song babe it's cool yeah 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 <laughs> i'm also not married so it didn't make any sense <laughs> oh man yeah the story is nuts in that in that song it's like it 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 honestly it sounds like something that you would pick apart on confessions of the idiots like he'd get yeah, to the ah, yeah. it's you and your guest is just like what do you mean ah, it's you what, what <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, yeah, what are yeah. you talking about How would that <laughs> the wording makes no sense yeah, yeah the wording makes I no said, sense oh it's you i love it yeah yeah casual oh right yeah yeah i accidentally cheated on my wife with my wife who's cheating on me with <laughs> I was me talking to some, i was talking to someone the other day and they were saying how annoying it is in um what's that billy joel song the really fuck is it is it fuck the the song about um piano man piano man when he's yeah. um when he sings that line um making love to his tonic and gin and he goes yeah no Billy Joel you can't just call it a tonic and gin for your song to work it's a gin and tonic do not make the word like I was just like that is so true like don't don't fucking change something that exists because it works for your song I'm like, how dare you Billy Joel how dare you Billy Joel the audacity the audacity <laughs> oh I never considered that um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, song three, then a song from your introduction to music. So you've gone with Father and Son by Yusuf for Cat Stevens. Yeah, yeah. So when when I listened to it, he was known as Cat Stevens, the big cat. Mm. And well, he's ne- sorry, he was never known as the big cat. Uh, <laughs> I would like to make that. He is that in my house, actually. Yeah, <laughs> the big cat. Yeah, I, big cat I loved <laughs> I loved Cat Stevens. I thought Cat Stevens and Yusuf really good songwriter, like just amazing, yeah. and. You know, I remember listening to that album, uh, Peace Train, and, you know, it's got some really good songs on there that you can't listen to all the time because, you know, it's not something that I would pick up all the time and listen to. But Father mm. and Son is really nice. I think it's a really nice song. 
and it kind of takes you back it reminds me of my dad it's it's really it kind of takes you back to you know to your childhood and it's it's a really sweet song it's mm-hmm. it's slow it's you know it's not something that's going to you know sugar pie honey bunch gets you out of bed this one kind of sedates you in the middle of the day but it's you know it's nice <laughs> to have it's nice to have a few slow ones in there to break it up yeah, this on. this i don't have on a current playlist or anything cuz i think it's an odd one to have wedged in the middle of you know modern music and everything, but it I, I do play it often, and it's just one of those songs that I think it, I think it just it it puts me in like a kind of a reflective mood, mm-hmm. like it's nice. It's a nice song to have when you're kind of just you know going slowly. You might be walking, but you're going for a slow walk, and you're just trying to reminisce about a few things. And I think it's a good song to kind of put you in that mindset. Um, yeah. The lyric, the lyrics are lovely, and and you know it, it's one of those songs that I think, for me personally, is is as great as a, a lot of other songs that I think are you know more well known. I think it, I think it's one of those classic songs that you know that and mm-hmm. you know the days of the old schoolyard and all those songs. They just got this, they got this nice thing to them where you know it's not everyday listening, but it's nice to have yeah. in your back pocket to to just get out whenever you feel like you need it. Yeah, for sure. So in terms of the category, then was it something that your dad introduced you to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he big big Cat Stevens fan back in the day, um big Missy fan. My dad's a big my dad's a big fan of music, and he he listens to a lot. He has a record player, you know. He loves music, and he's always finding mm-hmm. the latest things. So you know, he was the one that you know had Adele's first album. He was the one who has every new album that he brings home and he, he played it in its entirety. He, li- he doesn't just listen to a track. He listens to a whole album and he, he sits and closes his eyes and, and actually listens to it. Yeah, my dad's a loser. Whatever. But he loves it. He, he loves it. He loves it. He really... There's something about it that he just... It really makes him happy to listen to a full album. And I love when people yeah, yeah. listen to it in the way it's intended to be played. I think that's that's something that can be lost now. Uh, yeah. With Spotify and everything, but it is so nice. Like, I listen to you know Missy's album on Spotify, and I listen to it in the way it's meant to be played because I just think you know she put those tracks there for a reason. So it's nice yeah. to it's nice to listen to it in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was one of my dad's favorite albums. Um, I, I don't know exactly what the album was called, but it was one of his favorite albums. I remember growing up, he would play it all the way through, and Father and Son was kind of my favorite. Yeah. my favorite track yeah excellent so when when he was putting on a record was that like his activity or was it something that was on the background or was he just sitting down and listening to whatever he was playing yeah he said don't fucking talk to me and he used to make us all sit outside <laughs> no he um he he would he would he would just listen to it by himself yeah right yeah he'd be in yeah. a room and he'd just listen to it just close his eyes and listen to it it'd be like you know after dinner or you know, yeah. You know, like you know, sometime when he just have time to himself, or on a weekend or something, just kind of put on an album, listen to it its entirety, and that would be it. Um, yeah. You know, my dad's not. You know, he's not of the generation where he's on his phone the whole time. It's like dad's just like when when he's when he's there, he's in the moment, and right. You know, I think there's something pretty special in that. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly like to put my phone down for like a few hours a day, and and you know, either listen to something or it's very hard to do without your phone, but. Yeah, you know, I've still got a CD player, so I can kind of listen to something or put it on my, you know, my iMac and and walk around and, you know, yeah. kind of zone out for a bit. I think it's I think it's a really nice thing to do. Yeah, 
it's very rare that I take time to do that anymore. Like it used to be something I would do a lot more, but putting on yeah. a, a, like a record, putting on an album, and then just listening to that album, yeah, is, yeah, it's pretty special. And as you absolutely, say, like we don't get to do as much as uh, maybe we'd like. Yeah, yeah, but it's. I mean, it's just it's just one of those lost things, isn't it? I mean, it's so it's bit. such a it's such a nice thing to do and kind of a ritual for a lot of people and yeah, people who sure. collect albums and everything it's like you know there's so there's so much pride in that i was finding mm. funny i met someone recently that collects stamps uh-huh. and i was like isn't that great that he still collects stamp like collects stamps it's so cool that he's still committed to that like you know a lot yeah. of people are like you know they get a they get away with it and they go oh but new technologies here for albums and everything why are you still collecting albums and it's like well mm. You know, it's something that they really enjoy. They enjoy vinyl. They enjoy, you know, the whole process yeah. of putting on an album. It's not, it's not always a wanky thing that, that that people do because they think it's a bit retro. It's some people still really yeah. enjoy it, and yeah, um, and yeah. But but I I totally agree with you, Shank. Stamp collectors are losers usually. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's yeah. You that's said that, I not said. me. Let let the record show. <laughs> I like yeah. to put it on other people. I don't know if you cut this bit out, Shane, but I totally agree with you. oh dear Uh, song 4 a song that makes you happy is Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel one of the best recorded tracks of all time Um, I love it so much I think it's just the most beautifully recorded album I heard even like what what really made me happy was hearing I'm not a I'm not a big Harry Styles fan but you know but like I'm not I'm not a one Direction. I don't even know what they call the One Direction fans. But anyway, but Harry Styles, I think, uh, said recently that he wanted to record in that same studio because the sound was so amazing and it was something that he grew up with listening to. And mm-hmm. it was just the the album produced is so incredible. Sledgehammer yeah. is one of those songs that you just can't listen to it and be in a bad mood. It's just like Sugar Pie yeah. Honey Bunch. It's like, you know, when it's when it's there you're just like you know the whole you have to turn it up so loud you know and i live kind of in a city in melbourne um that was just a brag um but it's so <laughs> i'm doing pretty well uh it, you know so it's 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 one of those things where you know anytime i'm on an open road i i pump it up it's very yeah. hard to listen to really loud and stop at the traffic lights and then keep going a little bit and stop at the traffic lights and people listening, <laughs> looking at you, listening to <laughs> Sledgehammer really loud. Yes. It's it's just an amazing song. And I just yeah. I just can't imagine people not kind of really getting into it. Um, yeah, my yeah. good friend, uh, an ex-housemate, uh, Oliver Clark, and I used to play it so loud. Like, we used to just play Sledgehammer just pump it up because it's one of those yeah. songs that yeah you can just it's great before you're going out anywhere if you're you know if you're going on a night out with friends or something it's always kind of that song that that kind of lifts you up and and yeah gets you in gets you in a good mood spoiler alert i don't actually have any friends so i usually just uh <laughs> pump it up and then i go out by myself and then i come right back home after listen and then i listen to father and son and cry it's really sad oh <laughs> uh. I had uh, this may shock you. I'd never heard this song before. Oh wow! Before you sent me this list, yeah, yeah. Did um, you like it? What do you think? I loved it. Yeah, like I've 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 heard of Peter Gabriel, and I think the reason that I yeah. avoided it is that I think Peter Gabriel for a lot um a lot of the time is like it's almost like a punchline. Yeah, it's like it's not very cool. It's uh very like dad 
music and yeah i actually remember it's um i don't know if you've ever seen peep show yeah 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 you guys right there's like there's almost a running joke or it's, it's something about mark who's the lame one in peep show he likes peter gabriel and that's the joke <laughs> yeah is yeah yeah, yeah. Loser and he likes peter gabriel and i think i just it must makes have sense into my subconscious yeah um, yeah it's very easy but, to let that slip in though like those those yeah. sorts of those sorts of tracks that you know if, if someone says peter gabriel's a loser you go well who am i to say he's not <laughs> like you know it's those sorts of things. yeah like yeah i've i've heard him as a punchline a lot as well and yeah. I think that kind of changed how I felt about Peter Gabriel. But this song, I, I just remember it coming back and going, oh, I actually do love this song. Like, yeah, it's such a good song, no matter how what type of person they are. Yeah. It's very, it's still amazing to listen to that and, and, and just, yeah. you know, bop along. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was the, it's that um, subconscious thing. And it's, it's, you know, it takes a lot for me to discover new music or to try new music so yeah if all i'm hearing is about how he's lame then it's not something that i'm going to like seek out and try to listen to yeah to see, like how yeah. lame it is i just that could be art. <laughs> but yeah. um but yeah it's an amazing song it's so good mm. like there's there's so much music that like my dad would have listened to um i think like huey lewis and the news and yeah. um bruce springsteen and that sort of music where it's yeah it's a similar kind of like big band energy um, yeah, yeah. But it's Hootie so... and the Blowfish. The four yeah, non-blondes. I... I'm one of the people that bring up the four non-blondes. Like, oh, my God. But they're actually really good. Like, it's all those, it's all those people that you're like, oh, yeah, big big four non-blondes guy. <laughs> you go, what? And you go, I oh, actually, like, I can I can get behind that. Like, you know, there's some yeah. people that you just like, yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish. And people are just like, they are punchlines. But yeah, yeah. there was a reason they were popular. And there's Absolutely. a reason yeah, that they exactly. still appeal to a lot of people. And, and it doesn't matter... You know, Jamiroquai. Like, it's like, there's so many... There's really good songs from everyone, and there's a reason why they became so big. It's yeah. just yeah. picking those and, 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 and opening your mind and going, oh, I'm not yeah. going to just... I'm not going to not like them because someone who I went to high school with that I don't talk to anymore <laughs> still <laughs> doesn't like them. It's like, what? Like, that. Yeah. that's so insane. Like, Ricky Martin. Like, I was listening to Ricky Martin the other day. Don't know why, uh-huh. but a Ricky Martin <laughs> song came on. I was just like, wow, Ricky Martin. Like, yeah, and you yeah. go, yeah, there was a reason this was popular. There was a reason yes. Britney Spears was popular. There's a reason, you know, and uh, all yeah. of it is is nostalgic. You know, all of yeah. it is, I remember where I was when 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 I heard that track. And, and this is one of those ones where you're like, oh, yeah, like, he's actually yeah. very good. Yeah. I've been saying the same about Nickelback recently because I've right. never heard someone say that they like Nickelback. But no, they say, like, yeah. They sell out arenas worldwide. They're huge. Yeah, it's not like everyone. Absolutely. Everyone is walking into the arena just like with the head down, embarrassed yeah. in case anyone sees them at a Nickelback concert. Yeah, but, <laughs> it's the same with Coldplay yeah. as well. Like you know, yeah. people always hate on Coldplay and you know shit on Coldplay, and you're like, but Coldplay, yeah. you know, have some really good songs, and also like you know they're obviously very talented, and they yeah. sell out everywhere they go. One of yeah. my um, one of my friends was telling me a while ago that they were in a bar. And um, it was a lot, very long time ago. They were in a bar and they were sitting um, and they started chatting. They were waiting for their friend, but their friend was really mm-hmm. late. So they were waiting and waiting. And then they started chatting to a guy at a bar and she was like, what have you done tonight? He was like, oh, I just um, I just played um, in my band. And she was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Um, are you playing again? He goes, yeah, yeah, we're actually playing tomorrow night as well. And she was like, oh, do you want me to come? Like she kind of felt sorry for him because he was sitting by himself. She was like, would you like me to come? 
tomorrow night. Like, I can help if you want. I'll, I'll just come along. I'm happy to buy tickets and everything. He's like, no, no, I'll give you tickets. And she's like, no, 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 I'm happy to buy tickets. And, and then the friend rocked up and went, that's Chris Martin from Coldplay. <laughs> like, yeah, just, just trying to help him out. Just like, you're right, mate. But I think, I think Coldplay are those people that are so unrecognisable. If you don't know yeah. Coldplay, you're not going to know what Chris Martin looks like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't remember who it is now. There's someone has a bet about the the drummer from Coldplay. I heard like that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be. Is it James Acaster or um or maybe uh someone I love, Joy Joe Lycett? Might be Possibly. Joe Lycett. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, Joe Lycett. I love so much. I feel like it might be him just because I know I watch him all the time. But maybe. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's such a it's a very funny bit. Whoever it is, the drummer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up very quickly just so we can give credit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. I, yeah, I, I watched it recently and I was like, yeah, you actually don't know. It's a perfect level of fame. I think they talk about. Oh, that. it's uh, Nish Kumar. All oh, right. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Nish. <laughs> well done, Nish. <laughs> if you're listening, which I'm sure he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, song five. A song that makes you sad. Uh, so you've gone with uh, Someone You Loved by Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, it, it's a very emotional song. It's a beautiful mm. song. I also like Lewis Capaldi in that he seems like the funnest person in the world to hang out with. Like, yeah. I love watching him in clips just talking to people. I think he's ridiculously funny and then he sings these beautiful songs. Yeah, And he's one of the few singers as well that I notice his accent in... His songs, he doesn't. Yes. He doesn't become American, or he doesn't. You know, which which seems to happen a lot of the time. Um, yeah. With really amazing artists with really great voices, you know, they they can kind of sing in their accent, and it's it's a really beautiful thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think someone that you used to love. Uh, I think yeah, probably one of one of a breakup that I went through. I think this was the song that I kept playing for, uh, for some reason. I don't know why. But it was one of those yeah. songs where I think I just found him and just listened to it all the time, and the the breakup wasn't wasn't a great breakup. It was really it was sad, um, but yeah. you know neither of us did anything. It was just, it just happened, and it was um, the circumstances. I won't go into it, but they were they were just sad circumstances, and sure. it was someone that you know that I'm still I still talk to them. I'm still friends with them, but um, we still talk. We're, we're great friends, but it's it's. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just what happened was so sad and and traumatic yeah. for them that um that when I put on this song, I think you know we heard the song at the same time and and so it's just one of those things that has a lot of emotional attachment to it. And hmm. so yeah, anytime I listen to that song, again, it's not something I have on my playlist because it's because uh, it's not something I want to hear during the day when you like you know having some bloody bands yeah. with the boys. Am I right? And you know, and then <laughs> this song comes on, it's like oh my god. Uh, yeah, that's one of those songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's one of those songs, and I think there's a few songs like that. That um, "How to Make Gravy in Australia" is another really um, popular song by Paul Kelly, and and that one yeah. that one kind of makes me feel sad for for family reasons. Like you know, and there's there's a few of those songs that that make you feel sad for different reasons, and and they're not right. they're not songs that that you that you go for all the time but if you want to have a good cry or something it, they're, they're kind of the songs that if you want to play it right now I'll give you a demonstration it's just um, it's yeah it's um, 
yeah, it's, it, they're, they're those sorts of songs that you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that they they hit a nerve in the song yeah. that won't appeal to everyone, but for certain people, there's something about the song where it hits um, yeah. in different ways. And I think they're, they're the really popular sad songs in the way that they they somehow can talk to an array of different people from different backgrounds, but for some reason yeah. that song hits because of the lyrics or because of the you know the the actual music i I think that song kind of sums up a lot of different elements of of what it is to to you know go through a breakup and not have that person around that that you know that you were getting very used to and i think that's the yeah the beauty of that song is that it's really um it's really nice it's just a really nice song that yeah, yeah that um yeah that is that is just beautiful and i don't think there's yeah, there's not many songs like that that just make me feel a little bit sad. But yeah, that song yeah. I think because of its attachment is is yeah is always kind of beautiful to me. Right. I mean, it makes a lot of sense because I think it's it's not something that I. Yeah, it's it's not a song that I would relate to personally on a very yep. deep level. But yeah, it's yep. still like the emotion in it and the the. the the rawness of the delivery and yeah. the lyrical content you can't help but connect with the song yeah yeah um so to have that combined with that being the song that you sort of sat in in yeah. that time yeah having that combination that, that yeah. makes a lot of sense that, yeah yeah, and who hurt Lewis? That's what I want to know. Who hurt our baby boy Capaldi? Because I want to find this person. I want to ruin their goddamn life. But also, thank you for the song. <laughs> Do you see, there was um, there's a, oh, I was going to say there's a show called Love Island. I'm sure you've heard of Love Island. Um, Never seen it, but yeah, yeah, I have heard of it. There was a, there was someone, I think it was Love Island anyway. There was someone who went on to Love Island or X on the Beach or one of these nonsense shows. And their claim to fame was that they were the, there's someone that Lewis Capaldi. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, and Did everyone uh, and have turns up giving her a big punch in the head. <laughs> it turned out to not be true. He, um, oh, she wow. was just what like, a lie! Was, That's so good. I know she she did go out with him briefly in high school, but I think he came out and was like, right. "Nah, it's not you." That's so um, funny. I had a yeah. friend that used to, um, and still does, I think, just randomly will say. Um, if the song My Sharona comes on, they'll go, yeah. I'm actually the Sharona in this song. <laughs> As is such a bold claim. And it, no one, no one's um, petty enough to go, I don't think that could possibly be true, but it's so funny. <laughs> it's so great. Are they called Sharona? No, no. Nah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> particularly bold then. You guys changed it for, it's like, yeah, Billy Joel changing a word. It's like, yeah. Changed <laughs> it for, for comical effect. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, song six, then a song to relax to. You've gone with So Caught Up by the Teskey Brothers. Yeah, so Teskey Brothers, amazing Australian band. Um, I love their music. Uh, they're they're the most. Anytime someone comes over um, here, I, you know, we're having we're having some drinks and and sitting back. Always have the Teskey Brothers on in the background. They're just the the they're easy listening. It's really nice, and people if they haven't heard the Teskey Brothers before, always ask me who it is you know it's it's mm. one of those people that they're, oh wow who are these people because they're they're not too popular they're they're you know they're it's like people who love them really love them and 
Um, they're amazing live. They're incredible musicians. They just seem like the nicest people ever. But they're yeah, the actual music is just is just beautiful, and they're great songwriters. Yeah. And and they mm-hmm. they feel like songs to me that you've had around all your life. Like they don't feel like they've they've only yeah. recently come into my life, like in the last three years. Um, but yeah, someone introduced me to them, and um, and yeah, and I I have loved them since that moment. I've just I've just thought that um, the yeah the it, it's just the easiest thing to kick back to. You know, anytime you want to relax, yeah. it's you can kind of put that on. You can fall asleep. It's it's really it's really nice. It it just kind of yeah. makes you feel really warm. Yeah. No, it's great. I and I th- I think you're exactly right. They they did to me feel like something I'd listened to all my life, like something that yeah from back in the day. But I was looking them up and I was like, they're definitely not. Um, no. But it just yeah. has that kind of familiar feeling and yeah, like it would it would make it into this category for me. Something to relax. Yeah. To. It's like such a chill vibe and yeah yeah, just have it having a few drinks kicking back it's uh yeah it's lovely on like a yeah in like a on a cold night having a having a lovely red wine sitting back you know in the heat and you've got this song on and and some candles lit and it's a really nice it's just a it's a beautiful beautiful setting i think to have um yeah yeah to just just have some friends over and you know and just really yeah enjoy it it kind of feels like the perfect vibe for that yeah absolutely all right song seven then a song from your preteen years so you've gone with fergalicious by oh Eddie hell yeah and will i am yeah 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 not a song i listen to heaps but one of uh-huh. those songs that i just remember like how funny we kind of found it as kids i just remember yeah. like yeah the fergalicious like everyone would sing along with it that's in glamorous yeah. it was yeah, they were they were a band that were peak my childhood, and right. they were just so funny and ridiculous, and their film clips were ridiculous. And I think it was that there was a very small amount of time where it was funny to be that out there and funny to be that zany. And you know, you look at shows yep. like Little Britain and things of that era, and you go, "Oh wow, that was the era of like everything's over the top, everything." You know, it's men right. dressing up as women it's women dressing up as men like you know it was that you know it was that kind of let's just do everything in a clip and just have a lot of fun with it and be really over the top and yeah. this is one of those yeah this is one of those songs that it's just so silly and people that like yeah sing along to Fergie's rap and you know it's yeah. it's just so ridiculous but it is yeah. it is a very funny and yeah it makes me laugh anytime it comes on now like it, it's just so funny yeah. and, and um, it's because it's just so ridiculous you know that it's and kind of any nonsense any any song that they did any outcast song like you know you just kind of go what is this you know yeah. what is this and why was this so popular you know but but it yeah. was but it's it's so yeah that's a song that kind of makes me laugh now i'm just like oh wow yeah, yeah like if i need a silly song to put on you know when you're in the car and you know you queue it up and you go i've got one like if people are playing really good music and you're on a road trip and you go I've actually got one. You know, they, they, everyone thinks it's going to be really beautiful. They think I'm going to put on Teskey yeah, Brothers, yeah. and then this comes yeah. on. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake, Sam! Like I always get that. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> but I put it up. I put it up loud and proud. Yeah, it's got, it's got a beat that sounds like you're being attacked by bees. Yeah, um, that's right. Has the classic Black Eyed Peas lyric writing, which is just like throwing a dart at a rhyming dictionary. <laughs> that's like, right. Yeah, she's saying like, Fergalicious. 
have been up so delicious Jim just working on working my fitness. On my fitness. He's my yeah. witness. Who's your witness? It doesn't matter. Move <laughs> on. Yeah. Um my favourite bit though is at the end when um Will I Am is singing T to the A to the S T E Y girl you tasty. I'm yeah. just wondering like did anyone tell him that he was spelling nah. tasty wrong? I think I think we were there. Yeah. I think people were just too scared of him. I think you just go, <laughs> let him let him do what this yeah. guy, we don't know what this guy's on, let him just have this. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I wager if there were kids spelling out tasty back then. You know, like <laughs> Like, oh, it's it so got delicious, ridiculous. right? So it's not like he's a complete yeah. idiot. Like he, no, like, delicious is a is a hard word in in contrast. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. could get tasty, and he repeatedly, <laughs> repeatedly. So the right. producer just pull their hair. Be like, oh, fuck. oh Someone's got to tell him he's spelling this wrong. Yeah, can we cut it out? He goes, but he needs another syllable, man. <laughs> it does need it. I think yeah. that's exactly what it is. It just needs the yeah. syllable, and so it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, you think you go yeah. two T's though? I would have gone two T's. Tasty, tasty, because that's what they do after. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. I know. I'd, I'd have another crack, Will I am, if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, which I know he is. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it's a it's a classic. <laughs> anyway, uh, song eight is a cover. So you've gone with NYE New Year's Eve by Missy Higgins. Missy Higgins, beautiful, beautiful song. Obviously, she didn't write the song, but it is, yeah, it's just one of those happy songs around that time. You know, I play it all bloody year round, but it is one of those songs that you yeah. just, you just love it. It's just, it, it just gets you in a good mood. It's, um, it feels very Australian. Um, it feels like you know, uh, a very Australian track on any night, yeah. really. In, uh, you know, public holidays or there's something, there's something really nice about you know. Just a night where no one has anything on tomorrow. That's what it feels like. It feels like no one's going to right. do anything tomorrow. It's a typical Friday, typical Saturday night where most people aren't working. You know, a lot of people are out. A lot of people are having a good time. And mm-hmm. it's about, yeah, it's just kind of, it, it fits that vibe really perfectly. If everyone's just having a good time, there's not a care in the world. And also yeah. childhood and, you know, um, you know, it's all the girls are drunk, but maybe so am I, I think is how it starts. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just a, it's just a really a really nice song, and also like you know, from Missy Higgins, she kind of brought that song from someone who you know the, it wasn't the most well known song, and then she right. kind of loved the song, and and she did what I think is a better version of the song than was original. You know, the original song is a lot slower, and you know, and you kind of oh yeah right, but but the way Missy yeah. does it is very upbeat and really like. Yeah really celebrating that that life which uh which which i think is really nice yeah as a as an outsider it was a it was interesting to listen to um yeah but i really really enjoyed it it's it as you said it paints a picture very very well i think that's the thing that i enjoy the most about it is that you can picture all the different elements that she's talking about there's very like specific details of like is it next to colin murphy's and stuff like that yeah 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 um it's got all these little like Easter eggs, probably that Australians would enjoy more than me, maybe. But the yeah, it was like those little details just really, they, they really tell the story. They really paint a picture, and it just makes it. I don't know what it is about that. It just, it really just does it for me. It just, it makes me feel something. It just makes like it's festive. It chills, and it's, you almost know, to it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's um, just this kind of like this weird kind of uplifting energy that it has, and it's. Yeah, a lot of it is down to the lyrics, but yeah, the performance on it is great, and it's it's a it's a lovely, lovely song. It's really yeah. nice. And I we had this on the Christmas playlist as well, and 
it was a very welcome addition to that it fit it slots in there very very nicely yeah yeah it's, it's just so nice like the yeah the donna kebab store next to colin murphy's i think is a lyric and yeah like, that's the one yeah there's so many little bits and pieces in there that you like you know i think in australia especially we've all had those nights where we'll meet you at the donna kebab store we have colin murphy's in sydney but down in melbourne we have dan murphy's dan murphy's is kind of right. everywhere but so i have a friend that sings this song for me anytime i'm in a crowd and they sing this song just for me and and because i love it so much <laughs> and um and they change it to dan murphy's so they go meet you at the donna kebab store next to dan murphy's <laughs> so they, they kind of nice. they kind of yeah try and get another syllable in there but i go dan <laughs> murphy's but it, it really works and it's yeah it's really funny yeah excellent all right then so song nine is a song that you would sing in karaoke so mm-hmm. you've gone for chandelier by sia yeah yeah like such an emotional such an emotional song um yeah that really packs a punch like you know yeah. everyone knows what that song is as well it starts so slow yeah. everyone knows exactly what's happening um and i always find it funny i, I can't sing at all um right yeah 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 yep. um so I think it really packs a punch and I always think there's nothing funnier than someone who absolutely cannot sing that sings one of the hardest songs to sing. Like, <laughs> Sia's obviously got one of the greatest voices and it is yeah. so funny. I love people that just go, no, I reckon I've got this. And <laughs> absolutely you do not. And you never will. But I don't do karaoke that much. I'm not a big karaoke person. I'm always leave it for people right. that can sing. But there is something very funny about, yeah, if I'm asked to do one, I'll go, put on Chandelier, I reckon I've got this. <laughs> just confidently quietly confident but i know i don't but the lyrics yeah. for chandelier the song itself is just so beautiful and yeah yeah um it's a really sad song it's a, when you you know when you when you realize what the lyrics are it's a very 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 sad song um yeah but i love it you know it's it's a it's a great it's a great song you know sia is you know for all her faults um in her filmmaking uh ventures <laughs> she is yeah. And Australian as well, like such a um, what an amazing artist! Like you yeah. know, an Australian person that if you tell people that she is Australian, sometimes people don't even understand that. It's just like what, like yeah, because she's such an artist. Like you know, she's such a huge artist in America that you know writes all this amazing music for other artists, like you know Rihanna yeah. and so many other artists and everything. Like you know, Diamonds and there's all these amazing songs that have come from Sia, but this one, yeah feels like it's so close to her as well like that's the thing it feels like it's all about her it's all about her drinking it's all about her partying it's um it's saying she's got a problem but she's the only one who you can call when you're looking for a good time and and you know but she has to keep drinking to to stay alive and to stay you know in the moment and i think it's a very i think it's just a very funny song to sing at karaoke it's just such a because it's so impactful and there's nothing yeah also like a really drunk person singing chandelier but not really understanding <laughs> the meaning behind it just put it on right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um I've, I've seen people you know go for it before and and i've i've never seen it quite land yeah yeah it would be a tricky one um yeah <laughs> so when you're when you get to the course then are you are you going for it like like absolutely with, are you yeah you yeah putting the energy yeah. into it at least okay yeah put That's the mic funny. down a bit so i can shout um yeah you know and just yeah really really go oh for yeah. It. yeah 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 because i don't want to store sort of the end of the arm kind of yeah yeah extension yeah, of yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah i know what i'm doing i've got stagecraft yeah yeah <laughs> done this before <laughs> yeah um all right perfect song 10 then a song that reminds you of a specific place so you've gone with abracadabra 
by Steve Miliband. Abracadabra. Um, I'll tell this story as quickly as I can. Uh, I was mugged to this song in in London. So I had this uh, I had this song. Uh, it was like five a.m. and I had this song on, and I was walking uh-huh. out of the um, hotel and uh, I was walking down the road at five a.m. and I was going on my way to the airport and someone ran out at me with a knife and like held it up to my throat and said. Um, give me your phone or you're going to get stabbed. And I, I didn't know what to do. And he ripped the earphones out of my ears as the lyrics of the song were abracadabra. I'm going to reach out and grab ya. <laughs> and that has always stuck in my mind as that always takes me back that song. I don't listen to that song anymore, but oh, that song, that song, it, it was so perfect. The timing of the lyrics um, uh-huh. were so perfect. And then I had my earphones and, and the song was still playing as I had my ear. And the last thing the mugger said to me as he walked off was, is that abracadabra? <laughs> Fuck. Like, what a weird song to listen to at 5am. I was like, he's absolutely right. <laughs> like, he recognised the song. It was so weird. It was, the, the whole thing was just so strange. Um, but that is that oh. is a song that, that always reminds me. Like, I hear it, I go, oh, wow, yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've been I've only been mugged once in my life, thank God. But um yeah. yeah, in London and it's just it always takes me back. And my friends love it. My friends love to play it. They play it really loud while they look directly into my eyes. Just the I'm gonna reach out and grab you. That's pretty much the only <laughs> lyric that they love. Oh man. I'm sorry for laughing. Uh, so no funny. no no. Please. Um, it was a very long time ago. <laughs> The the indignity, the audacity of of a mugger to turn around and judge you for the song that you're listening to. Yeah, he after he's mugged me, <laughs> he, he took my phone, he took my wallet, and then he yeah, it was like, is that abracadabra? <laughs> he just didn't like it, and I fair fair play to him. Like, it's not it's not the greatest song in the world, but it, it was very funny that that he he just didn't like it and had to tell me about it, not just run away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, take a minute. Whew. Song eleven. Uh song reminds you of a specific person. So you've oh you've mentioned the song already, How to Make Gravy by Paul. Yeah. Kelly. Yeah, um How to Make Gravy. So um this song reminds me of my dad and my dad used to yeah play this play this song a lot. Um mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of like the Christmas anthem in Australia. It's everyone plays it around this time. It's a beautiful song and right. it it's a it's a story. It, you know, it's a it's a complete story. This is Paul Kelly who yeah, a lot of people say can't really sing, but really his yeah. his his lyrics are amazing and he's someone that yeah, he's kind of he's kind of like a poet. People in Australia, just know him as a storyteller, and and yeah. his stories are always so complete in 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 all of his songs. And this one in particular yeah. resonates with a lot of people. It's um yeah, it's it's about a a guy in prison who's writing home for um for Christmas, and and you know he's really emotional about it. And you know it's it's a beautiful uh, beautiful song. And I think I think the reason I like it so much is because my brother's uh you know has a has a lot of problems and and um and you know and i think my dad kind of relates it to him and so Uh you know my dad kind of plays it around around christmas time and yeah and i always kind of connect those two and i'm like oh yeah that's that makes sense like and i I think it i think it means a lot to a lot of australians i think it 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 
it resonates with a lot of people. And but Paul Kelly's one of those people that I just can't imagine being outside of Australia. Like it, it's such an mm. Australian thing. There's certain there's certain things that I just can't imagine really going overseas because it it just doesn't seem to have the same impact. There's so many Australian references in it. There's so many. Uh, yeah, it's just so. It just reminds you of Australia so much, and 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 yeah. that's one of those songs that yeah, I just think it 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 really reminds you of Australian summer Christmas, and you know the the peak hot and and the gravy and the you know it, it's just you know and the song's yeah. called How to Make Gravy, and um one of my friends has a great stand up bit where he says um I was listening to Paul Kelly's song How to Make Gravy and look, I had all the ingredients, but that is the hardest recipe I've ever had to follow. Like just taking the, <laughs> how to make gravy literally. He just wrote a song about how to actually make gravy. Um, it's not about that. It's, it's, it's um, but you know, Paul Kelly brought out a, a book of all of his lyrics, which are amazing. And uh-huh. the book is called How to Make Gravy. And, and uh, right. yeah, and I think it's, I think it's just a really poetic song that, for some reason connects with a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. There's no one I've ever spoken yeah. to that has that same connection to that song, but it just seems to have really connected, but it, it definitely reminds me of my dad. Yeah. That's lovely. It was surprising to me actually. So, um, this is a song that I, I ended up talking about a lot around Christmas because we did the Christmas episode and, um, you know, I've been, streaming recently and doing different bits and pieces and uh got to know a lot of different australian people through doing this and through streaming i I don't know how that's happened but i'm here now and i'm enjoying it but uh we were talking about christmas music and the number of people who brought up this song was like incredible and i think as someone who's not been not listened to it before like i'm it's like it's not something that was part of our pop culture yeah i think this would potentially be a song that would be quite easy to make fun of yeah um, yeah if, you, if, it, if it wasn't part of your your heritage yeah but, you can still uh, make fun of it absolutely yeah. <laughs> it, it just doesn't but, it just doesn't make sense but i i mean you would have songs you know in in ireland or you know there's so many places that would have a yeah. song that you find so um, patriotic or so, you know, it just yeah. connects with your culture so well. But to us, we'd go, what? Because you don't understand the context behind yeah. it. But I, I was going to say, like, so there's uh, the, the the people that I, um, a lot of the people that I'm sort of connecting with recently, they're all people we connect through, like, comedy and podcasts and, like, fans of the same sort of, sort of stuff. And it's very easy to be snarky and sarcastic about sure. certain things. But, yeah. But, everyone was very like very sincere very earnest yeah very unironically really enjoyed this song and, <laughs> yeah 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 and i was ready to make fun of it because yeah yeah there, there's certain parts of it that i think are a little silly but yeah but 100%. yeah like in australia everyone just yeah big fan oh you don't fuck with paul kelly when you're in australia <laughs> you do not fuck with paul kelly and it, yeah there's this that for some reason like and i i, I think that's something about missy higgins i go Nah, you don't fuck with them. If anyone yeah. will goes them, I'm like, no, 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 because I'm just so. I think I think Paul Kelly is one of those people in Australia that you just like. Nah, he's the best, and no one argues. If someone doesn't yeah. like him, they don't say it. They just go, no, he's the best. Yeah, and, and no one ever will go. Oh, I don't really like that. No one ever says that because they'll go because <laughs> sixty people will swarm around them, and then they'll be taken <laughs> away by the Australian government and shot. Right. Yeah, that that happens. So is that what happened to? Is that what happened to Novak Djokovic, do you think? 
I cannot confirm or deny, but yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's done. We'll cut that out just in case. Uh, <laughs> so, song 12, a song that motivates you. So you've gone with Little L by Jamiroquai. Love it. It's what like we were talking about before. It's one of those songs that um, I'm not saying is the greatest song. It's, it's you know, people laugh at it. People, you know, especially Jamiroquai. But, but yeah, it's one of those songs that just it just gets you going. Like, it's a great song to put on before, you know, before I go and do something. It's a great song to get you in a certain mood. Um, yeah. It just kind of gets you going. It gets you moving. The tempo's great. It's just, it's um, a really nice song that, that yeah, I think I think everyone has that song that in the morning, it's, it's just such a fun song to put on. Like, you know, yeah. uh, on the way to the gym or something, I'll put it on and it kind of just gets you in a different mindset. It kind of gets you ready 100%. to move or to, yeah, and... That's one of those songs that, yeah, I just find it, yeah, I find it really great just to listen to and, and, and bang out really loudly and, and get just get excited yeah. about doing something. Yeah. Well, if you don't want to say it's the greatest song, I will. Okay. You I'm think it's big, the greatest song ever? I'm a big, big fan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah greatest song ever. Yeah. Top three. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, no, let's, let's just do it. Yeah, let's commit. It's the greatest song ever. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I, I love that song. It's so good. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the energy is insane. It yeah. makes me think of Napoleon Dynamite, which is always fun. Oh, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, that was Canned Heat, wasn't I, it, that song? Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. Different song, but yeah. That's what I was singing yeah. in my head there while we were talking about this. Um, yeah. No, Little L, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's such, yeah. A, it's such a good song. I am I'm, I'm I had a big Jamiroquai phase. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Little L and Canned Heat would have been... Yeah, big ones for me, but it's, well, people make fun of them all the time, but I think they're great. You know, I, I think you know they've certainly got a few tracks like these two that are just fantastic. Mm. That you know that people love unironically, and, and yeah, yeah. And I, I really I, I think they're fantastic. Why do people make fun of them? Is it is it the hat? I don't know. I think it might be the hat. I think it's the big hat mm. people. I think I think it's always the hat. If someone's wearing a funny right. hat, you got to make fun of the hat every time. Always kills. That's funny. Always yeah. kills, yeah. <laughs> Make fun of the hat. Solid, always solid material, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're going to get a big laugh at the hat stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, I used yeah. to do stand-up, and, you know, don't do stand-up anymore, but when I used to do it, I used to always, if someone was wearing a hat, first person i go yeah. to. Hey, Jamiroquai. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd never say that. I've never said that. But it would be very funny. That's my only joke. <laughs> or it's an audience plant. I bring someone who wears a hat, just so I can go, hey, Jamiroquai. Kills in far north Queensland. <laughs> yeah, in the three rows around the person with the hat. Yeah, everyone else <laughs> yeah. in the venue is like, oh, I guess someone's wearing a hat. <laughs> uh. Can't make fun of that. I've got nothing. All the other comics, I've got nothing. And I'm like, you just wait till I go out there. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, song thirteen. Then a song that someone introduced you to. So you've gone with "Move" by Baker Boy. Yeah. Uh, Baker Boy, very recent for me. Baker Boy, I don't think has been around for a long time, but is this amazing artist that uh, I think has I think has really become w- really well known in Australia recently because he did the AFL, which is the Australian Football League. Um, oh yeah, the he did the uh, the grand final and um, was absolutely oh, okay. amazing. Like did the entertainment, the halftime entertainment of the grand final, and yeah. has really come into. Uh, the zeitgeist can I say that word zeitgeist yeah is that okay to say alright yeah Uh, yeah, has come in zeitgeist has come into the zeitgeist recently and Mm -hmm. 
he is just one of those people that yeah that I've I've loved his music for yeah a few months but I always well yeah it'd probably be it's longer than that now but yeah but I really like his music I just think it's really interesting and he's just I, I think Australian rap is not a big thing and people frown yeah. on Australian rap along I think it's the voice I think the the voice doesn't <laughs> lend itself to rap uh, right. so there aren't many people who rap that I like but Baker Boy is a great singer I really like his rap as well I just think I think he's got it covered and he's just he just seems like the loveliest person as well so it's like a really he just seems he just seems great and, and yeah I think recently move has it's on all the radio stations and I heard it loved it and then yeah. yeah started to listen to his other music and yeah he's just a really new artist for me but someone that yeah has made a big impact hmm so who, who introduced you to, to Baker Boy then so a song? friend of mine introduced me um who's an artist who was yeah just like oh I listen to this person all the time you'll really love it and uh-huh. um and they were absolutely right but yeah they introduced me they they may have been listening to him for a little bit longer than me and then yeah. um yeah, and then just kept sending me Spotify. They always send me Spotify recommendations. And okay. a lot of them I love, some of them I hate. But it's really, it's, yeah, they usually get it pretty right. And Baker Boy was one of yeah. those people that, yeah, it was just like, because oh, they're, they're, they're a big music, music buff. But they always like new music and they always know who the new people are, which I absolutely do not. So okay. they always send me, and then I send them the four tops back. Every time they send me a music <laughs> suggestion, I always send Sugar Bahani Bunch back. Never gets old. <laughs> No, that is a good bit. I like that. I usually build it up with, I've also found a new artist. (laughs) Are they suckered in each time? Yeah, they go, oh, what, what? And then, yeah, I I think for five, five or six times they they bought it and now it's, now they know it, nothing's coming. (laughs) Now they know it's just Sugar Pie Honey Bunch every time. It's like a friend that, a friend of mine, um, I, every time he came up to Melbourne, I would just pretend he'd say I'm going to this bar and I not knowing anything about the bar would go oh my god tell him I sent you <laughs> and every time he'd walk up to the bartender and say oh Sammy said um to come and then they go who and and I, he did it about five or six times <laughs> and every time he'd go you're a fuckhead like he'd get so mad at me and then yeah five or six times and then yeah then just stopped doing it but I still do it if he says he's going somewhere, I go, oh my God, tell them I sent you. It's like, it's, it's like ages away. Like it's like central, <laughs> you said, central coast or, you know, wherever it is, like, you know, yeah, central yeah. Victoria or something in, in the sticks. And I go, tell them I sent you. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Real funny and really delayed as well. Cause it's like a few nights away. Yeah. So it's really delayed oh, yeah. joke for me. Like the yeah. payoff isn't yeah, until yeah. a few nights when he just sends me the angriest message. <laughs> Usually, about you can Just go fuck yourself. Plant or the seed. About, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when he's with friends or if he's on a date and he's going, no, oh no, no, I, I know him. Yeah. And they <laughs> couldn't not care less. Oh, man. You see, that would embarrass me so much. Just the, the idea of walking up to a bartender or like a bar manager and saying, like, Sammy sent me. Yeah. That alone and is insisting. embarrassing. Yeah. Insisting. <laughs> For that to just be bullshit is so funny. Absolute bullshit. And what a weird brag. Yeah. <laughs> a real funny. It's great stuff from me. It's just a hilarious prank. And yeah. I think everyone should get on board. And people that don't are losers. 
but I, I yeah. do find it very funny, like every time. And yeah, I uh, one night I remember being out and yeah, and I just got a message on my phone and my friend read it while I was in the bathroom uh-huh. and said, "Oh, he just sent you. Go fuck yourself." And I was like, "Oh, I know what that's about." <laughs> Like, just that you've kind of ruined someone else's night, but you're like, I absolutely know what that's about. That's hilarious. Well done, me. Mm. <laughs> uh, song 14, then a song that you wouldn't expect to like. So you're going with Juice by Lizzo. Lizzo is one of those people that's come into my life uh, quite recently in the last few years. And God, I love Lizzo. I think so good. I think it's done such a positive thing in the world like there's not many artists that you can say oh my god they're a genuinely seem like a lovely lovely person um body positive everything that Lizzo does is really positive like there's nothing negative about Lizzo everyone just seems to love Lizzo even if you don't like the music you go well Lizzo just seems like a fantastic person and I've tried to get tickets to her when she came to Australia me and my friend tried to get tickets and it sold out so quick like it was one second Mm -hmm. or something and all the tickets had sold out but uh, Lizzo is just someone that I think so many different people love for so many different reasons, but mm-hmm. she makes everyone so happy. And I just yeah. love that. I just love what she's doing. I think it's an incredible, um, incredible thing. And if, I don't know if you can do this in, you know, I, I, it would be amazing for her to have some sort of knighthood. I don't know if you can help arrange this, but if we could get her some sort of OBE, um, yeah. You know, if you can help with that. I don't know if you've got any connections over there in the UK. If you can actually talk to people in the UK about this. I don't know. I don't know if you can do it. Do you know any of the royal family? Uh, I'm not allowed to say. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just say that Lizzo at Hotmail.com, if you email her with uh, things, yeah. she'll come. Don't worry. She'll come. <laughs> but, uh, but I just love her. If I you just email her, her, she will come. Yeah. She will come. Yeah. yeah. Just, do you want to come? She'll go, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, yeah. Just tell me the time. I'll be there. But... Yeah. She is so, I don't know, just so loved and so, yeah, just so positive. And it's a very nice yeah. thing. Her her film clip for Juice is just fantastic. Like, I don't know if you've watched yeah. it, but it is just so uplifting and so great. Yeah. And um, that she's bringing the quirky back and the quirky music videos. And I think a lot of the time, quirky music videos don't work, but yeah. the Lizzo Juice one really does. There's um, the yeah. song Dance Monkey, which came out in Australia, which was such a popular song like all around the world it just became this huge hit the film clip yeah. is one of the worst film clips I've ever seen and I was like that is so interesting for a song that big that the marketing yeah. team could sit around and go we're doing this and it's like it's the worst <laughs> idea and it's, it's Tones and I dressed up as an old person um, dancing in an old folks home it is the worst it's so shit and I was like oh that's so disappointing and for such a big song you go usually music videos are rarely that good like you know but i think yeah. the the juice one i love the song and then watching the video i was like oh wow she really nailed it like yeah. it's so perfect and fits everything so perfectly that yeah. you're like yeah lizzo's a lizzo's a great artist all round because she's obviously had this idea herself and gone i want to do this for the music video or yeah. she's just got good people around her that help her with that that are so in tune with her style instead of making it, you know, something yeah. that she's not. And I think that's what's, you know, that's what's incredible about Lizzo is that not only, you know, she's just so multi-talented and I also just love that she plays the flute. I think that's just incredible. Yeah. That, that And she does flute solos in her shows and it's just like... Yeah, I know. She's amazing. It's, um yeah, there's something very special about Lizzo. Yeah, 100%. Uh, 
Um, in terms of this category, then, uh, the song that you wouldn't expect to like, is it just that it's modern? It's just that it's a modern pop song that I was like, you know, like it, for me, it was like, you know, I never really like Ariana Grande or I never really like, you know, a lot of these really popular artists that, you know, mm. that are pop, pop artists, you know, I never really love them. And yeah. Lizzo was just one that kind of snuck through and I was like, oh yeah, like I really do like her. And, you know, I like a lot of her songs and, and Juice is just one of those songs that I'm like, it's not a song that I would usually relate to. I can't relate to it, but I still love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was the same. Like it's a, it's a song that I'm absolutely in love with now. But yeah, I wouldn't normally connect with a lot of stuff that would be on the radio, except yeah, yeah, like this and uh, Doja Cat say so is another one that sort of yeah. just jumped out at me. But yeah, this is yeah, it's an incredible song. It's so great. Yeah, just so catchy as well, and it's just always yeah. in, like it's in your head. Like it's just it's just always there, and it's so funny. Massively, yeah, yeah, definitely. Alright then, uh, song 15 then is a song that you think everyone should listen to so you've gone with Dancing On My Own by Robin Yeah, that now that's a that's a goddamn banger uh, if people, <laughs> if, if there's ever a music request or anything, this is my go-to yeah. song uh, Right It is so perfect, it is the most perfect song, it's um, it's great for dancing It's 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 just, I don't know there's just something great about it and it's great when you see people that know it who are singing along to it that's always great but it's also yeah. great when someone's listening to it for the first time and hasn't heard robin before you know has never heard bum sure. like you or has never you know there's so many great robin songs that yeah i think for some reason robin isn't so well known in some places and really popular in yeah. other places and and always always exciting when someone has never heard um you know this song dancing on my own and it is always yeah. so nice when you see someone's eyes light up and they're putting it in their spotify and they're saving it and you know it's just one of those songs that i know it just it, it makes people really happy you know yeah. there's nothing you know it just always yeah brings a bit of joy to people's lives and i think you know there's something pretty powerful about that and also robin is um robin just seems so cool and and it's so exciting yeah. to sh- anytime you can introduce someone to a new artist it's amazing like anytime, yeah. anytime someone listens to a new artist, and I mean, my friend hasn't got on the Sugar Pie Honey Bunch train, no matter how many times I've sent it to them. But anytime you find a new artist that you're excited about, and then that person yeah. is excited to tell a friend of theirs, there's yeah. so much joy in that. And and yeah. dancing on my own is is probably that one that I'm like, you know, because everyone's heard of Juice, everyone's heard of some of these songs, you know, but but that's one of those ones that you know that for some reason not everyone knows this song and yeah. it's um yeah it's like the perfect song at a, at a party yeah for sure i think that energy of introducing people to other to, to new music and them loving it is massive theme of this show and yeah something i've been so excited about is anyone yep. who's been like oh i heard this song from, from one of these other playlists and it's so good i love it that's great it's, yeah that's awesome it's so much fun so yeah, yeah. I, I I get that vibe completely. Such a yeah, it's such a it's it as you say it's a, it's weird that it's it is such a happy vibe to a song that is incredibly sad. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's a, that's like um you know chandelier. I think people just don't think about the lyrics, like you know, because yeah. it's it is such a good song. You know, you don't yeah. really think about the lyrics, and then it's like um yeah, it's just out of the blue. You're like, hell yeah, this is this is so exciting. 
Um, but yeah. it's not always. Yeah, it is when you once you listen to the lyrics, it is quite sad. And I, I quite like songs that are like that. Like if you don't understand what the lyrics are, it's a great song to dance to, or it's a great song to you know have. But yeah, once you actually yeah. understand the lyrics, it becomes a whole other beast. Yeah, no, it's great actually. No, I love it. Um, yeah, and uh, a lovely note to end on there, Sam. So uh, thank you very much for coming on. No, uh, thank you, you an absolute pleasure. You Oh, not at all. Do you have anything that you want to blog or promote while you're here? Uh, Confessions of the Idiots on all good podcast apps. I'm sure it's on every one of them. I don't know. I think it's on all of them. Uh, check it out. It's where I read um, online confessions to different guests every week. Um, my favorite people in the world, I just read them. The worst online confessions I can find, and um, yeah. they pick them apart and uh, have a bloody laugh about how weird a lot of the wording is. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right, well, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. And that's it for episode 13 of Mixtape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. Please go and check out Sam. He's an absolute delight. His podcast, Confessions of the Idiots, is so good. I mean, what are the odds you're listening to this show and you haven't heard Confessions of the Idiots? But on the off chance, go and check it out. It's a really fun time. Highly recommend it. If you like this show and you want to support it, uh, then there's a number of different ways you can do that. If you want to support us financially, uh, we have a coffee link set up, so you can find that in the link tree, and you can give whatever you want, and there's no obligation. You don't have to give it monthly. You can just buy me a coffee. I think that's the idea. If that's not an option for you, that's absolutely fine. There are loads of different ways you can support us. Leave a nice review. Say a nice thing. Tell the world. Uh, put it on your Instagram story whatever I appreciate all the support I've had so far really really do Um, so keep it coming it's been lovely Uh, I'll be back next week for episode 14 so in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to you